Welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Your weekly opportunity to tune in and listen to the best review team online, taking time out to chat with you and each other about everything lingerie. Our incredible team have reviewed over 7,000 reviews so they know what they're talking about. Every week is different, from chatting about their favorite brands of hosiery to educating you about playing safe when delving into the world of kinkwear for the first time. So for open and frank talk on all topics surrounding the world of lingerie, you're in the right place. Enjoy today's episode. Hello everyone, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on whereabouts you are in the world. Thank you very much for joining me for the Lingerie Lowdown podcast. My name is Dolly, but you might know me as the Queen of Pyjamas instead. Um, I do a monthly podcast here at Lingerie Lowdown and I absolutely love it because it gives me a chance to chat about all the things going through my head, usually lingerie related. So today, ladies and gents and everyone else, is all about period pants. And when I say period pants, I don't mean the big scruffy knickers that you wear on your period for fear of bleeding in them. I mean actual period pants. These are something that I've only been introduced to in the last six months and wow, what an absolute game changer it's been for me. So I'm really excited to be talking about all aspects of period pants today, from the environmental aspects to the personal ones and everything else. So yes, a big thanks for joining me and I cannot wait to get started. So my period pants journey started with Modi Body. That's M-O-D-I-B-O-D-I. Um, I had two pairs of those about a year ago perhaps um, and reviewed them for lingerie lowdown obviously when I reviewed them I hadn't used them for their proper use which is you know menstruating in them um, by the way if you're put off by periods or find the word menstruating cringy this probably isn't going to be the podcast for you so do go and check out my other ones about stockings and hosiery and pajamas and all things nice um, but today is all about menstruation, absolutely no shame or stigma attached to it because 50% of the world have periods. So I think it's about high time it was talked about openly. Um, anyway, back to me. So I got my Modi Body Pants, I would say a year ago. When I reviewed them, obviously I hadn't used them um, to menstruate in. So I reviewed them on the style, um, the fit, um, if I thought they'd work, stuff like that. I haven't actually done a follow-up uh, road test review, but don't worry, I will. Because after using these for one period, I thought absolute game changer. So I started with two pairs, one in black and one in nude. And I've now got four, and I find that that's enough for me. Um, and they're pretty much all I use, give or take a panty liner at the beginning or end of the week. They have replaced for me boxes of tampons sanitary towels everything like that um so there's a number of reasons for using these um reusable period pants um for me what's made it such a game changer is the comfort side of things for me they're just so comfortable it feels like you're not wearing anything they're hygienic they're breathable i will go into more detail about these points throughout the podcast but as an overall um summary they are so much better for the environment um 
they're more comfortable, they're more hygienic, um, they're more discreet, and um, in the long run, they can save you quite a lot of money. So uh, my pair were my pairs were about twenty five pounds each. Um, I would say per month I spend. It's not a huge amount, but I'd say five pounds a month on periods, so sixty pounds a year. Um, and those two pairs that I got um, from Lingerie Lowdown will last me. Well, they say a hundred washes um, till they start losing effect. So I think a couple of years really, because I only wear them when I'm, um, you know, on my period. So there's the cost effect as well. Uh, a lot of people I know have gone to um, these reusable sanitary products uh, for like an environmental reason, which is great as well. So they don't go into landfill. I did try a moon cup a few years ago. It just didn't work for me. Um, I really tried. I just didn't get on with it. I didn't like anything about it really. I know some people swear by the moon cup and it's a game changer for them and that's great. Um, but uh, for me, didn't like it at all, didn't work for me, felt really self-conscious all the time. Um, I was aware of it, sat in my cervix the whole time and it just wasn't what I wanted on a period really. Because when you're on your period, you're about one degree warmer than you are anyway and perhaps irritable um, and all these other things that are a little bit uncomfortable. The last thing you need is to be worrying that your moon cup's going to pop out or anything else or feeling like you're stuffed up with tampons. So the Moddy body pants that I tried were absolute not even a game changer a life changer but there are many other brands available and i would be very interested in reviewing some other brands to see if um they are up to scratch with moddy body so some obvious perks of reusable period pants um reducing plastic and waste they're reusable they're hygienic as i've mentioned they're a breathable fabric um it cuts down on underwear and no stains it means you don't stain your um, other underwear so if you haven't seen these how they work is in the gusset they have a large gusset area which is black very jet black so you can't see anything no stains anything like that um and it is about as thick as a 50 pence piece. So not particularly thick, not bulky, nowhere near as thick as a sandwich towel or anything like that. And that is filled with gel, the gel that's inside a sanitary towel. Um, so it soaks the period inside. So you're not just bleeding into your knickers. It's not like having thick pants on that you're just menstruating on. Um, the blood gets taken into the gusset. So it's hard to describe, but say you'd had them on for a couple of hours. If you were to pull them down and touch the gusset, you wouldn't really get any blood on you because it's gone inside. And how do you know when they're full? They're heavy, basically. You can feel that the middle bit is full of blood. Um, so they're really easy to know when they're full, whereas a tampon... Um, you never know when it's full, or I don't. Um, I also, I don't like sleeping in tampons. Um, I grew up in the 90s, and I'm sure I've got lots of ladies listening who also grew up around that time, and we were told that TSS was like the biggest killer, toxic shock syndrome, you know. I thought when I was a teenager, if I left my tampon in five minutes too long, I'd have TSS and be rushed into A&E. Um, so yes, I don't like to sleep in tampons for fear of forgetting about them. Um, I also find that your flow has to be right for a tampon. If you put a large tampon in and you've got a light flow, it's not comfortable to pull out for me personally. Um, that's another huge perk of these reusable period pants um, is that they come in a variety of flows. So I have a light flow. I feel like so many people have tuned into this thinking, surely she's going to talk about 
bums and boobs and now you're terribly terribly scared so I'm very sorry about that but I have a moderately light flow so I went to, for the medium flow um, period knickers because I thought well I, although I'm light I'd rather have too much absorbency than not enough you know um, and I'd rather take them off to wash them with them not being full to capacity than um, have a mishap around Tesco's or something so I went for medium and it's been absolutely great for me um, also uh, I got the medium flow ones and I can sleep for like nine, ten hours in them. Yeah, I know I'm lazy. I can sleep nine, ten hours in them while on my period and um, they don't leak at all. Like I've never had any accidents. Also, I, I just, I don't know, I don't want to go into too much detail and gross people out, but um, I also want to give these a really good review and tell you all the perks about them because they really, you know, were a game changer to me. I wasn't particularly fussed about them I thought it would be an interesting thing to review I didn't see myself wearing them and now I swear by them um but they also are really cool I find wearing a sanitary towel at night time because it's the bottom of it is just all plastic it's like being in a cling film nappy it can get really sweaty and hot and stuff like that whereas the pants you don't have any of those issues um Another thing is I used to wear sanitary towels at night time and I did switch from the plastic ones to the reusable cotton ones but with the reusable cotton ones um, they can move around a bit so I think they're much better than the plastic ones, much better for the environment, again they're breathable etc um, but I do find them move up and down because when they don't have a sticky back on them they have a button, a little popper you have to make sure it's in its place. They can also get bunched up in the night. It's not an issue. I've never, you know, bled out with um, reusable sanitary towels. However, they do, for want of a nicer phrase, go right up your ass and get stuck in your flaps. And, you know, when you're rolling and tossing and turning, and I don't know about any listeners, but when I'm on my period, I um, have restless night's sleep, really. I'm tossing and turning all night. So, um, yeah, the sandwich towels tend to move around and get scrunched up and stuff like that. Whereas the pants, they're a nice big solid pair of pants, um, really comfy. They also come in a variety of styles as well. So um, you don't have to get big frumpy ones. I've got a pair of like Brazilian ones with a piece of lace that if you looked at them, you would not think period pants in any way. Um, so yeah, just so many options. Keep mentioning Moddy Body because they're the brand that I've got, but I will give a shout out to a few others. Now, I haven't tried these, so I can't speak for them, um, but they've all got brilliant reviews um, and I would definitely love to try a few more. So the Moddy Body range from about £20 to £40 a pair. Then I would say the next biggest brand is probably, I don't know how you say it, but it's Wuka, W-U-K-A. And let's see their pricing. Um... They're ranging, oh, are pretty similar, really. Yeah, pretty similar to the Moddy Body there. Um, and we also have quite a few smaller brands as well. So there's um, one called Romulus Booth. They start from £7. And there's Moontime Store, uh, which are around £15. There's also Luna's Wish. Uh, and if you go on Etsy stores, there's tons and tons of smaller businesses um doing that as well i just want to take a look at the wuka website because i would say so the minute that i bought the moddy body pants and started talking about them you know what it's like nowadays of all the targeted adverts all of my adverts on social media were for period pants and i think the wuka were probably the next um yeah biggest brand to sell them so let's go on the wuka website and have a look at medium flow 
yeah from 12 pounds the basic ones and yes um the nicer ones around 20 pounds and some really fancy ones around 40 pounds or a pack of three for 50 so similar price to moddy body really um and again all these different websites that i've mentioned all have uh, a selection for flow and it's done as it always has been done on tampons and sanitary towels. It's done on a little drop system, so between one and four drops. Um, like I said, I have a light period, but I went for a two drop flow and it's been fine for me. Um, but I would say if you've got a heavy period, just go with the heaviest because they, it doesn't really count for the bulk. It's not like wearing a huge sanitary towel that you don't need and carrying it round all day wishing you hadn't. They're just a pair of knickers and once they're on for two minutes, you can't even feel them. They do a whole range on all these websites as well. You can get various versions, seamless ones, you know, girl boxer. Um, oh, I haven't seen those in a world. Do you remember those tanga ones with the little string sides? They're really out of fashion, aren't they? But you can get tanga ones. You can also get, this looks quite cool, um, the Wooka First Period Pack. That's a pack, a little box that comes through your door and it's got two pairs of period pants and some sweeties and some things like that that you might want. So um, that's quite cute or a nice gift for a friend. Enjoying the conversations today? Well, we wanted to take a short break to tell you more about our website. Are you looking to treat a loved one or yourself to some new lingerie or hosiery and don't know where to start? Let the most diverse team of presenters from across the globe introduce you to more than 500 brands as we publish new and exclusive reviews every day. In fact, we have over 7,000 reviews available online right now and you can join us from only $9.99 a month. However, we want to treat you to something a little special for listening to our podcast today. Use the promo code podcast to get 10% off the purchase price. Best of all, there's no time limit with this code, so you can keep using it when you renew your membership. So after listening to the rest of the podcast, head on over to lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use the promo code podcast today. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the podcast. So I've told you some lovely reasons why I think that you should change your underwear to these reasonable period pants. Now here are some very scary facts for you. Every year in the UK, 1.5 to 2 billion sanitary products are flushed down the loo. That's flushed down the loo, guys. Not put in landfill. So if 1.5 to 2 billion tampons and sanitary towels are poked down toilets, because we all know you shouldn't flush them, if nearly 2 billion are flushed every year just in Britain, just in Britain, how many are going into landfill? It's just awful, isn't it? And every year in the UK, 18,000 tampons and sanitary pads cause blockages in sewage and leak into the sea so there's another reason not to be flushing them because when you're off uh, surfing in Cornwall you might find a very rare tampon fish um, I found a website called when.org that is very very pro um, reusable sanitary products it's called the environmental fact sheet do you like that environmental I really like that so are you ready for these harrowing facts? Women use more than 11,000 disposable menstrual products in their lifetime. 
based on an average of 38 years of menstruation, 22 items of sanitary products per cycle, 13 cycles per year, 11,000 disposable menstrual products just in your lifetime. Imagine seeing that. Imagine seeing 11,000 tampons and sanitary towels that do not biodegrade, that are all plastic and nastiness, sat in a big pile, probably in somewhere like Cuba, where we've paid to get it shipped off to. Absolutely shocking. Um, it's estimated that 1.8 women aged 15 plus in the UK use 25 or more menstrual towels every month. Now, towels are the worst. Um, they've got lots of things that just should not be breaking down into the environment, including the gel that is inside uh, that can be very toxic to wildlife and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, that's quite staggering, isn't it? Average menstrual flow is around 85 grams per cycle, barely enough to fill a small teacup. Most women and people who menstruate will do so for an average of 38 years and have approximately 500 periods. Cool, that's a bit depressing, isn't it? So you're having 500 periods in your life, invest in them, you know? You invest in a nice sofa, don't you? Because you think, well, I spend a lot of time on the sofa. You also spend a lot of time bleeding. And if not for the environment, for yourself, you know. Each period can cost up to £41. That's £492 a year. And £18,450 in a lifetime. Sorry, a hiccup there. £18,400 over a lifetime. So like 20 grand of products in a lifetime. Wow. And there are currently around 18 million women of menstruating age in the UK. So, yes, that's a lot of crap going into the sewage slash sea slash landfill slash your bathroom bin. Disposable or single-use menstrual products, tampons, pads and applicators generate 200,000 tonnes of waste per year in the UK. 200,000 tonnes a year in the UK. That is rank. And that is as of 2020. And I know that in the last five years, there's been a huge leap in people using reusable um, sanitary products. Like I mentioned earlier, the moon cup and things like that. So if you think that's... You know, that's now we've had a drastic increase, a drastic decrease in the amount of women using disposable products. Um, 200,000 tonnes of waste per year. That is pretty crazy. Now, shall we hear about the environmental impact? Most menstrual pads are made from 90% plastic. Yes, even the fancy ones. Even the ones that say they've got aloe vera in them and all those other things. Because aren't tampon adverts cringy and cliche um yes so most menstrual pads are made from 90 percent plastic so all the stuff that's going to biodegrade is basically your own period which was good for the earth anyway and what's left over is pretty much the rest of it half of uk women flush tampons i must admit i did most of my life until i found out that you shouldn't do it and i think that was around the same year that i started using reusable sanitary towels and things as well um, so half of women in the UK flush their tampons. There are approximately 370,000 sewer blockages throughout the UK each year. 80% are caused by either fats or unflushable items. Ooh. 
as many as 51 trillion microplastic particles, that's 500 times more than all the stars in our galaxy, litter our oceans and seas. That's scary, isn't it? Microplastics can be twice as harmful as leaking toxic additives into the ocean. While they may break down, they also just get smaller and smaller and smaller. This makes them extremely toxic for fish, sea mammals, and then humans when we eat the fish and the sea mammals. Plastic waste kills up to one million seabirds, um, 100,000 sea mammals, marine turtles, and countless fish every year. The plastic remains in our ecosystem for hundreds of years. Shocking. So one sanitary towel is going to break down into hundreds of millions of little particles and be eaten by all the fish. Mm-hmm. Scary stuff, isn't it? Right. That's what I thought. Get on your reusable menstrual items. The Marine Conservation Society estimates that 8.5% of Britain's beach litter is sanitary products. That's gross. That is gross. It also says here is unrecognisable sanitary products. So all that sort of mulch you see um, floating on top of the sea with the plastic bottles, about 8.5% of that is your old tampons and sanitary towels because they don't biodegrade. Grim. Figures from the Marine Conservation Society reveal that for every 100 metres of beach that's cleaned, there are four pads, five panty liners with their backing strips and 12 used tampons with applicators. That's grim. That's really grim. So every 100 metres of beach, there's like all of that period products. That is not nice at all. Also, if you're more into the economy than you are the environment, then it costs £88 million a year to unblock sewers blocked by menstrual products. Wow, £88 million a year. Gross. Are you convinced or shall I keep going? I'll keep going. Despite changes in bleaching practices to purify the wood pulp, one of the raw materials used to make uh, the menstrual products, chlorine and dioxin, one of the most toxic substances known to mankind, can still be found in menstrual towels and tampons. Not very good. Also, the bleaching of these products themselves to make them look nice and white and clean is terrible for the environment and having it right next to your foo-foo day, I can't imagine, is brilliant to that. Now, here is, for me, the scariest fact that I found out. Endometriosis is linked with exposure to dioxin, disrupting chemicals even small amounts in menstrual products can add up over a lifetime of use so endometriosis that i know so many people suffer from i've got friends myself i've actually got a friend going through ivf at the minute because her endometriosis was um too severe to get pregnant it's linked with the exposure to dioxin which is in tampons so shoving them up your foof leaving them in there letting them leak out i didn't know that and i after reading into it so I'm just giving you I don't want to bore you or scare you so in this podcast it's meant to be a bit more light-hearted than it was soz about that but I wanted to just give like a brief overview of everything but I did quite a lot of research into this dioxin thing and the endometriosis that's not good we can soak up the toxins um the vagina has the biggest blood flow of the body bar the mouth so imagine putting in your mouth a tampon and sucking on it for eight hours you wouldn't do it but you do put it up your what's it your woo-woo um, and you know, when you think about it, it seems a bit stupid, doesn't it? That we're putting things with chemicals in, because there are chemicals in tampons. They are not wads of cotton, however much the advert likes to tell you they are. They are not that. They have got things to stop odors in there. So many things like that. And if you want me to go too deep, did my period pants smell? No, they did not. Um, 
that was one of the things my friends asked me the most. Did they smell after a while? No, they didn't because they had the uh, the gel inside that pulls away all the odours and everything like that. So um, the endometriosis thing, that is slightly terrifying, isn't it? There are also traces of pesticides and insecticides on tampons because the cotton fields where they're grown tend to be very cheap. People don't use the best cotton to go into tampons. They use that for um, fabrics and dresses and things like that. So the cheaper the land, the more pesticides they use to kill the bugs to stop them eating the cotton. The pesticides go into the tampons and leak into our bodies grimace uh yeah weed killers have been found in menstrual towels panty liners in england france and argentina so you know a lot of people like to think oh that's abroad that's far away these are all local facts guys these are all very very local so some pretty terrifying facts for you there guys and if you're not convinced already well i don't know what i can say to you i just wanted to also do very quickly cover um the period poverty so like I say, these pants, um, I've seen some websites where they're around £7, which is almost uh, the cost of an all pair of knickers. Um, but it doesn't seem very cheap when you can pick up a packet of discount tampons for like 79p or something. It does seem like quite a chunk to spend. Um, not for the kind of ladies that go out and buy lingerie and things like that, but for a lot of people that are hard up, you might not think they could afford these. Now we have in schools and public places, we give free um, tampons out. I wonder how much that costs the government, you know, to have packets and packets of tampons or sandwich towels in um, all the doctor's toilets, the dentist's toilets, things like that. Imagine if each um, school-aged girl were given two pairs of, say, NHS uh, reusable knickers. What a difference it would make. Um, I know it might sound silly, but I have a dream where girls will not be embarrassed about having to put toilet roll on their knickers because their parents can't afford to give them money for sanitary products and blah, blah, blah. So I know in the last couple of years that has changed a lot and it's become a lot more accessible, but not only for the environmental impact, but also for the cost. I'm sure the government would do the maths and think, do you know what, two pairs of these knickers at tenner each that could last um, a teenage girl, well, her, all of her teen periods, really, until she has her own job, makes her own money, because um, a lot of this period poverty does come around in adolescence. Um, you know, a couple of pairs of them supplied by the government would stop all of the other tampons going into landfill, it would stop them having to supply all of these um, public places with ample tampons and sanitary towels, which are often taken by people that don't need them. I've been in nightclub toilets and plenty of girls who are, you know, have got disposable income and well, doing well for themselves, they'll just take the whole box of tampons um, like it's a perk. And it really annoys me because, you know, it's, it ruins it for the, the business that's paid for the tampons um, to help somebody out and it ruins it for the people that might actually really need something. And it's not just about money, you know, sometimes you forget to bring things out with you. But the period pants, they make all that go away because the minute you start, you put them on, boom, boom, boom. Um, a study by Plan International, little side note, Plan is my favourite charity. If ever you're going to give to a charity, please give to Plan. They are a wonderful charity for women all around the world. Um, a survey from Plan of 1,014 to 21-year-olds found that 10% that of girls could not afford menstrual products, that 12% of girls had to improvise menstrual wear due to affordability, um, and 14% have asked to borrow menstrual products from friends or teachers. 35% of pupils at schools in the UK report taping toilet paper or wrapping socks around their underwear as low incomes meant they couldn't afford the menstrual products. Um, so, yes... 
People always say charity starts at home and for me that doesn't necessarily mean giving a fiver or buying a big issue or something. It means looking at the issues that are right there, you know, almost under the radar. Um, and yes, young girls in this day and age using socks um, for periods uncomfortable, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I just think these reusable, well, I think all reusable sanitary items um, are brilliant and should be um, more accessible and also less stigma. You know, I started using the reusable sanitary towels around five years ago and um, some of my friends thought it was gross. People couldn't believe it and they'd say, oh, what, you put them in the washing machine? You know, and people were honestly shocked. I even had a friend of mine ask, an intelligent woman said to me, if you put that in the washing machine, won't all your clothes be stained with blood? And I was thinking, you know, that's not really how the washing machine works. Because when you put a pair of smelly socks in there, you don't think, oh, all the clean washing is going to smell of smelly socks. It gets washed out. Um, so, yeah, I think there's still a lot of stigma and taboo around menstruating in general. Um, I'm just going to finish off. Uh, about me really all about me because I'm very important I'm joking um but for me it changed so much so I have real trouble sleeping on my period I get really really hot and I just have a rubbish sleep I also uh, wear a Fitbit and it even tells me how rubbish my sleep was <laughs> even if I'm not aware that it was rubbish my Fitbit will go oh you had a bad night last night so yeah I get really really hot I'm never comfortable I don't want my partner to be anywhere near me um and these have changed that so the first time I wore them was the first time and my Fitbit does help me calculate this but I also felt so brilliant it was the first time I've slept through the night on my period I think ever um I don't get particularly bad period pains but I do get really hot and bothered and bloated and swollen and everything these period pants I pulled them up high tucked my belly into them went to sleep and you know, no rustling, no bunching, no um, thought of the back of my mind that I was leaking or anything like that. Just boom, nine hours straight through, I felt brilliant. And even my partner said, "That's I've never seen you sleep through, you know, you had such a good sleep last night. And it was the, the difference in me was obvious. Um, so, yeah, I was really, really, really pleased. Um, I also used to be very self-conscious. Um, I'm not a huge fan of tampons, to be honest with you. I used to wear them when I was working. They're not great for me, personally. Um, but, yeah, when I was wearing sanitary towels, I'd get quite self-conscious if I was wearing leggings or tight jeans that you could see it. You never can. You never, ever can. It just always feels so much worse than it is. Like, it's all bunched up or you're rustling along or something. But, yeah, I used to get really self-conscious about that and wear certain types of clothes when I was on my period. Now with the pants, they fit just like any other pair of knickers, any other pair. Um, so I wear what I like. I even wore a pair of white jeans the other day, skin tight white jeans. I know. Thank you, Moddy Body. So it's changed the way that I um, deal with my periods completely. Um, I also, when these first came out, I was under the impression they were like £70 a pair or something. And you know, I think the ones that I had were yeah, between 20 and 25 quid. And they do get cheaper every year, like everything does with technology and stuff, you know. Um, so, yeah, I'm not just promoting the Moddy Body brand. There are tons out there. If you have tried any others, please let me know. Um, I'm always available on social media and things like that. So if you have tried any other brands that you'd like to recommend or not, um, yeah, pop me a message because I would be really interested in trying out some other brands. I'm particularly interested in the sort of budget ones, the ones that are like under £10. I'd like to see if they are um, 
if I feel as secure and protected in those ones as I do the ones twice the price. So yes, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast all about menstruation. Um, Nothing to be ashamed of there. And I hope that um, you're going to try some of these reusable theories. There are tons out there, so give them a go. Um, And not only will you be saving all this nastiness from ending up in the sewers and landfill and all that, you will hopefully have a really good night's sleep and be able to wear white skinny jeans on your period. And that is the dream of dreams, isn't it? Thanks so much for joining me, guys. Um, Hope I didn't scare you too much. Not all of my podcasts are that environmental, I promise. Some of them are very light-hearted. Thank you very much for joining me, and I can't wait to chat to you all again very soon. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for listening to us on Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Don't forget that we release a brand new episode every Wednesday for you all to enjoy. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. Don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. In fact, it's not just lingerie we love to talk about and review. We cover it all from the world of intimates. From lingerie to hosiery, swimwear to sleepwear, kink and bondage, and we even review sex toys. All in the best possible taste, of course. With over 7,000 published reviews online, we're the number one review site, and we're publishing more every day. And don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today.